Broadcasting Company's Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis, lighted by stars, twinkling, glowing, blazing with myriad lights and colors against the night sky. The National Broadcasting Company's mammoth billboard announces another exciting evening in the world of make-believe. Tonight, the Grand Marquis promises us Robert Kieran's gay and whimsical romance, Half a Dog is Better Than None, starring Jim Amici. And here he is for a brief word before the opening of our play, one of the brightest young stars in NBC's galaxy, Jim Amici. Thank you. Thank you, George Stone, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's story has an unusual twist. A dog biting a man is nothing new. Neither is the man biting a dog, for that matter, but it remains for Bob Piran to write a canine plastic in which one remarkable Dalmatian put the bite on both man and maid. It all began in the office of a lawyer, a scene which was to start Don and Betty leading a dog's life. You uh, say your name is Betty Norman? That's right, Mr. Stone. You asked me to come in to see you. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Betty Norman. <laughs> you were Harriet Marshall's secretary and traveling companion, weren't you? Yeah, I worked for that saber-toothed tigress two years ago. Why? She died a week ago. Oh? And she remembered you and her wit. Huh. I can imagine. You don't sound very happy about it, Miss Norman. After all, Harriet Marshall was a very wealthy woman. I'm not fooling myself. She hated me. Harriet Marshall hated everybody, including me. However, there are two people in her will, and you're one of them. Now, come in. Are you, Mr. Stone? Yes, come in. Thank you. I'm Don Hunter. Oh, yes. I've been waiting for you. About Aunt Harry's will, I suppose. That's right. Uh, Mr. Hunter, I want you to meet uh, Betty Norman. Miss uh, Norman, Don Hunter. I'm glad to know you. How do you do, Mr. Hunter? Now, about Harriet Marshall's will. Don't tell me. I know Aunt Harriet left me the staggering fortune of one dollar. I'm afraid you're wrong. Well, two dollars, then. And the rest of her estate goes to a traveling companion. Say, I've, I've got an idea. What? When the old Battleaxe gets here, introduce me. What old Battleaxe? Why, my aunt's traveling companion. Who else? Hey, she's an old Battleaxe. Uh, Mr. Hunter. You introduce me and I'll give her a big rush. I'll lavish her with expensive presents and attention. Oh, you will, huh? Just a minute. And in two or three weeks, I'll marry the old witch and put my hands in that Harriet's money. You just try it. Oh, that does it. Uh, by the way, what's the old girl's name? What old girl gets smart, Mr. Hunter? Hey, what, what are you whispering about? You know who I mean. What's the traveling companion's name? I quit. It's Betty Norman. That's right, Betty Norman. Betty Norman? Well, your name is Betty Norman, too. What a coincidence. Well, that's about... Oh. Exactly. I tried to tell you, Mr. Hunter, but you wouldn't listen. But I I, I have no idea, Miss Norman. Why, I, I thought you were Mr. Stone's secretary. Uh, I mean, I was expecting someone much older. Why, I never dreamed that such a beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, exciting, exotic creature... Oh, could, could have been my aunt's traveling companion. I can't begin to tell you how sorry I am. Your Aunt Harriet told me plenty about you, and she certainly was right. But, Miss Norman, I was only joking. Perhaps I had better read the will. Yes, do. Uh, <clears throat> I, Harriet Marshall, being sound mind, do hereby declare the following to be my last will and testament. To my lazy, shiftless, ne'er-do-well nephew, Don Hunter. That's Aunt Harriet, all right. I'd recognize her anywhere. And to my inefficient traveling companion, Betty Norman. Take a bow, Miss Norman. I hereby bequeath Homer, the only friend I ever had. Aha. Uh -huh. Homer must be a hooded cobra. Oh, no. Homer is a dog. 
A dog? You mean she left us a dog? We each own half a dog? That's about it. Well, what do I want with half a dog? Or even a whole dog. I'm not through with the will. Yet. Oh, well, let's have the rest. Next paragraph. For 30 days, Homer will belong to both of them. He will spend 15 days with each. One day with Betty Norman and the next with Don Hunter, alternating each day. Well, why can't we just toss the coin? The loser has to take Homer every day. Please. At the end of 30 days, Homer will choose between them. And the one he likes most will get him permanently. Well, congratulations, Miss Norman. What for? Well, it looks like you get Homer. Dogs just naturally dislike him. Oh, they do. Well, they don't like me either. Well, a dog makes a swell pet. No girl should be without one. You're wasting your time. But what am I going to do? I haven't got any place to keep Homer. Well, neither have I. Do you mind if I read the next paragraph? No, go ahead. Oh, what's the difference? A great deal. Just listen. After Homer has decided on his new master, or mistress, all my money and property will go to the person of his choice. Oh, my God. Holy smoke. I love dogs. Door dogs. I worship them. Now, here's the rest of this paragraph. I love Homer, and I want him to be happy. Therefore, I am leaving my entire estate to the one who can make him happiest, so that he or she will have enough money to take care of all of Homer's wants. Oh, don't worry, Aunt Harriet. I'll take good care of Homer. You will take good care of Homer. Well, of course you don't think I'm going to let my dog starve, do you? Your dog? Don't be silly. Homer's my dog. Oh, is he? Well, we'll see about that. We certainly will. If you two don't mind, it's just one more paragraph. And it is important. All right, let's, let's have it. In the event that Homer dies of grief after I'm gone, or for any other reason... Or disappears entirely before the 30 days are up. Betty Norman and Don Hunter will each receive the sum of one dollar. The uh, remainder of my estate will be used to found the Harriet Marshall Memorial Home for Foundling Dog. How is Homer? Is he taking it hard? He isn't heartbroken, is he? Does he eat? Uh, you don't have to worry. Homer's never been healthier or happier in his life. Oh, boy, that's a relief. Well, I'll say it is. I was scared for a minute. I suppose you'd both like to meet Homer? Oh, yes, as soon as possible. Oh, where is he? Oh, I've got him right here in the next office. I'll bring him in. Oh, now, wait a minute. Uh, well, what for? Well, first let me comb my hair and straighten my tie. <laughs> I have to part of my nose. Oh, I wish I'd worn my new dress. <laughs> Ready, sir? <laughs> there we are. All set. Yeah, me too. All right. Homer! Come here, Homer! What a beautiful Dalmatian. What an enormous monster. What help, Mr. Hunter? Hey, get away from me. Now, go on, please. Go on. Oh, my leg. Are you hurt badly, Mr. Hunter? Oh, shut up. Homer hardly touched you. Shut up when I'm practically dying? Yes, shut up. You've got Homer all upset with your nose. I got Homer upset. How do you like that? Nobody gets Homer upset. You fighting him. Come here, Homer. Don't be afraid. I won't hurt you. Yes, don't be afraid, Homer. She won't bite you. Come on, Homer. Come to Betty. That's a nice doggy. You've made a conquest, Miss Norman. Well, how do you like that? Oh, isn't he cute? In fact, I feel I feel sick. Homer, come here. Now behave yourself. Thank you, Miss Norman. Beauty and the beast. No, 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 no. Homer, don't look at me like that. I didn't mean it. I think Homer's teething. Yeah. He looks at me as if I were a teething rain. Don't worry. I'll hold him back. I don't want him to poison himself. Uh-huh. 
May I take you home? No, Father. Well, can I get your taxi? No, thanks. I'll walk. Well, may I... No. Well, I guess I'll be going. Oh, wait a minute. Now, why? Haven't you forgotten something? What? We haven't decided yet who gets Homer the first day. Oh, oh, you take him by all means. Oh, but that wouldn't be fair to you. Oh, yes, it would. No, it's very generous oh, of you. Oh, not but... at all, not at all. Oh, I can't let you do oh, it. Oh, please take him, Miss Norman, please. Uh, we've got to do this right. Have you got a coin? Yeah, why? Well, we'll toss it to see who gets Homer first. Well, uh, on second thought, I don't think I've got a coin. Hmm, maybe I have one. Let's see. Oh, yes, here we are. Oh, darn. Have you get Homer first? Tails, I get him. I don't like this. There goes. All right, come on, Tails. Come on, Tails. Where'd it go? Right over there. Under Homer. You look at it. It's Tails. You lose. Oh, boy, am I lucky. I lost. But you'll get him tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, and I hate to think about it. And all the every other day. Well, I'll pick Homer up tomorrow, but feed him a good meal tonight, won't you? <laughs> came to get Homer. All right, come in. Thank you. Hello, Homer. Glad to see me. No, it's not. Homer certainly is a sound judge of character. Well, how about you, Miss Norman? Are you glad to see me? I agree with Homer. Oh, well, at least you haven't bitten me yet. Homer does my biting for me, so watch your step. Well, now that all the fond, affectionate greetings are over, I think... So what in the world is that? Oh, that? I just gave Homer a bubble bath. Oh, good God. And I put some perfume on him. Well, you're spoiling him. What do you care? He's my dog, practically. No, he's half mine for another 21 days, and I don't believe in pampering him. What do you want him to do, work for a living? Well, of course not, but I want to teach him to be a useful member of his community. Look who's talking. All you do is waste your money on polo ponies. I do not. Your aunt told me plenty about you. Aunt Harriet was always... Oh, skip it. I just want to teach Homer some useful tricks, like carrying parcels and bringing in the evening paper. Have you got a pistol and a horse whip? Do we have to fight all the time, Miss Norman? Can you think of anything better? Can I? Look, Miss Norman, it's a beautiful night out, so why don't we go dancing someplace? No, thank you. Well, why not? I wouldn't be seen dead with you, you parasite. Me, a parasite? Yes, you. You gave yourself away in Mr. Stone's office. Oh, so that's it. But, Miss Norman, you didn't really take that seriously. I was just joking. I know your kind. You'd marry any girl for money. But you aren't just any girl. You I... know I'm going to get Aunt Harriet's fortune. Homer likes me. Yeah, I know it. But look, I just want to go out with you because... Well, because I want to go out with you. I think you'd better take Homer and go. All right, but listen. I'm going to win Homer away from you yet. I don't know how, but I've still got 21 days, and I'll think of something. You may as well concentrate on Homer, because you're not going to make any time with me. Well, Homer is nearly as beautiful as you are. <laughs> Flatterer. See that you bring Homer back tomorrow night. Will you be waiting for me? I'll be waiting for Homer. Oh, well. Come on, Homer. Get your teeth ready, and I'll race you home. <laughs> Here's Betty's door. When I knock, I want you to do this trick just like I taught you. Well, here we are again. Hello, Homer boy. How are you? Hey, uh, don't I even rate a hello? Did you miss me, Homer? You glad to be I hate to admit it, but that door's got more personality than I have. Oh, hello, Mr. Hunter. Well, finally. May I come in? Do yourself. Thank you. 
Say, how do you like that trick I thought over? Well, I think it's kind of silly, but I don't see how you ever got him to do it. Oh, I'm an expert trainer. He only bit me twice. <laughs> Good old Homer. I've got him tearing in the evening paper, too. You know, Miss Norman, I mean, Betty, it's a lovely night. So what? Well, I've got my car outside, and the Lakeside Amusement Park isn't very far from here. Well, I'm not going with you, but I have a suggestion. Oh, what? Since you intend to win Homer away from me, and since you only have 12 days left to do it in, why don't you take him? Now, wouldn't I look fine going through the tunnel of love with a dog? Oh, come on, Betty, what do you say? Nope. Well, will you have dinner with me? Nope. How about a movie? Nope. Dancing? Nope. Will you marry me? No. Where's my hair? That's the best question you've asked tonight, you parasite. Now, look here, Miss Norman. Good night, Mr. Hunter. I've been needled just about enough. Good night, you. Mr. Hunter. And I'm going to tell you off right now. Homer, will you please see Mr. Hunter to the door? All right, all right, I'm going. Hold on at last. Where's Homer? Am I glad to see you? Uh. Yeah, imagine why. Come on in, come on in. I thought you'd never get here. Yeah, I don't get this. How come you're so glad to see me all of a sudden? Homer's sick. Oh, I might have known it had something to do with Homer. What's the matter with him? I can't tell, but he's very, very sick. Well, how do you know? He hasn't bitten anyone all day. Oh, that's bad. He doesn't eat, doesn't sleep, doesn't bark, doesn't even answer when I talk to him. Just lies there and stares sadly. And... <laughs> What's so funny? Homer isn't sick, Betty. He certainly is. There's nothing really wrong with him, and I'll prove it. Where is he? In the next room. All right. I'll just open the door very quietly so he doesn't hear me. Then I'll knock on the wall like this. See? what I tell you? Well, hello, boy. Oh, you're not, not sick at all. Oh, oh, I know you're oh. glad to see me, but you don't have to knock me down. I just don't believe it. Why, Homer doesn't like he you. He does not. Down, Homer, down. It's not licking my face. Homer. Homer, look at me. Homer. Homer, I'm talking to you. Homer, boy, what's the matter? Don't you like me anymore? <laughs> Apparently not. This is all you're doing, Don Hunter. Mine? Yes, yours. You alienated Homer's affections. You poisoned his mind against him. I did not. There's a very simple explanation. What? Homer's in love. Oh, that's ridiculous. What? The minute you told me Homer didn't eat, didn't sleep, and just stared sadly into space, I knew he was in love. How? How? Because I've got the same symptoms myself. Look, honey. Don't you honey me. Who is Homer in love with? I don't know, but I think it's Gladys. <laughs> yes, yes. Gladys, all right. And and who is Gladys? The janitor's dog at my apartment hotel. The janitor's dog. Yeah, what's the matter? You afraid she's after Homer's money? So that's why Homer's so glad to see you. He knows you'll take him right back to Gladys. Well, you've got a very good point there. Oh, all of a sudden, everything is horribly clear to me. It is? It certainly is. You knew you could never win Homer away from me by yourself, so you got Gladys to help you. Well, you sound as if you thought I hired Gladys to play up to him. No, but you framed the whole thing. I did not. I didn't even introduce them. I don't believe you. But, Betty, I didn't have anything to do with it. You must remember it's spring. Homer's a very handsome dog, especially the other dogs. I hope you and Homer both chalk on Aunt Harriet's fortune. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. I just happen to think of something funny. I'll bet. From now on, when I start getting romantic with you, you can't very well accuse me of trying to marry you for your money. Why, you big old... Hey, man, put that face down. You might hurt somebody. <laughs> that was close. I'll teach you to gloat. But I'm not gloating, Betty. I'm serious. Will you marry me? Why, you... I guess that means no. Get out of here. All right, all right. I can take a hint. Come on, Homer, let's go. 
Something terrible's happened. I've been going crazy, pacing back and forth, waiting for you to come home. Well, let's go inside, Minnie. Tell me about it. It wasn't my fault, Don. Honest, it wasn't. I've always been very, very careful. I don't know how it happened. Oh, Don, what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about. Somebody must have left the front door open. I don't know who it was. It might have been anyone. Oh, it's awful. What's awful, Betty? I've been telling you, Homer's disappeared. He ran away. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Don. And tomorrow we have to bring him back to that lawyer's office or Aunt Harriet's fortune. Oh, Don, to... where could he have gone? Oh, I wish I knew. And why did he run away? I can't imagine. Unless... Un... Why, of course, that's it. What? Homer was lonesome for Gladys. Oh, of course. Now, Betty's with her right now. I hope so. Come on, Betty, let's go see the janitor. Oh, now, who could that be? Oh, Mr. Honey. Oh, come in, Mr. Johnson. We were just going down to see you. Oh, Mr. Honey, I've been looking for you all afternoon. Something terrible's happened. Well, what is it? Gladys is disappeared. What? Gladys, too? She's come, disappeared. Can't find a no place. Say, Betty, you don't suppose... Yes, John, I was just thinking. But it's so fantastic. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it couldn't be true. Oh, could it? Well, why not? Yes, why not? Come to think of it, it's the only logical answer. What's the only answer? Oh, we're in Gladys to be long. What? Your dog run off with my Gladys? They're probably halfway to Niagara Falls by now. Oh, no, I don't believe it. Gladys is disappeared, but not with him. Oh, yes, Gladys has disappeared, and with him. Gladys wouldn't do anything like that. Now, you forget, Mr. Johnson, it's spring and there's romance in the air. Oh, Don, what are we going to do now? Well, we've just got to look for them, that's all. But where in the world are we going to look? I don't know, Betty, but we've got to find Homer before the 30 days are up. Oh, my gosh, and today is the last day. Yes, and tomorrow Homer's supposed to choose between us. Well, I want my Gladys back. If you don't find her, I'm going to shoot Thanks, Mr. Johnson, but we've got all the trouble we can use right now. I'm going to throw you in jail. Well, you won't get Gladys back that way. I don't care. I'm going to throw you in jail. I'll sue you. I'll... I'll... All right. I'll help you look. Oh, fine. Do you have any idea where they might have gone? Well, that Dalmatian of yours, you you could have taken Gladys down to the firehouse. The firehouse? Yeah. What a romantic spot for a honeymoon. We turn left outside and it's three blocks down the street. Uh-oh. Look who just came in the... Mr. Stone, and he's seen us. Well, well, Mr. Hunter, and Miss Norman. Oh, how are you, Mr. Stone? Well, how's everything? Uh, hello, Mr. Stone. Well, how's everything? Oh, just, just dandy. There's not. I want my Gladys. Now, look, Mr. Johnson, why don't you go ahead and we'll catch up to... No, 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 that's all right. I don't mind waiting for you. But maybe we mind. Uh, I was just driving by, Mr. Hunter, and I thought I'd stop in and take a chance of finding you home. Well, uh, we were just leaving. Yeah, we were going down to the firehouse to look for... What did you want to see me about, Mr. Stone. Well, tomorrow is the big day, and I want to remind both of you to be at my office at one o'clock sharp. And, oh, uh, don't forget to bring Homer along. But Homer... Oh, no. No, no, no. We won't forget Homer, will we, Ben? No, we won't forget Homer. I imagine you're both very excited about the whole thing. Well, you'll never know how excited. 
Oh, uh, by the way, uh, where is Homer? Why, Homer is... Look, Mr. Johnson, why, why don't you go ahead? No, 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 I want to stay here. Uh, where is Homer? Oh, he's fine, just fine. Oh, yes, he's very happy. I'm afraid you misunderstood me. I asked, uh, where is Homer? Uh, you mean right now? Yes, uh, where is he? Well, I can tell you, Homer is... is... Out for a walk. What? All alone? No. He's, he's, uh, he's with a friend. He's with Gladys. Gladys? Yes, Gladys. My cousin Gladys. Uh, now, wait a minute. Look, uh, Mr. Johnson, what, what, why don't you go ahead? Well, all right. I'll go ahead, but you'd better hurry up. We'll be with you in just a minute. Well, I hope Homer is safe with your cousin. Oh, he's... You wouldn't want to lose him at this late stage of the game. Of course, it would be funny if Homer did disappear on the last day, wouldn't it? Oh, uproarious. Uh, I was just wondering. Say Homer did get so in this place. Now, I'm just supposing, of course, uh, exactly what would happen. What would happen? Let me quote from Ontario's will. In the event that Homer dies of grief after I'm gone, or for any other reason, or disappears entirely before the 30 days are up, Betty Norman and Don Hunter will each receive the sum of one dollar. The remainder of my estate will be used to found the Harriet Marshall Memorial Home for Foundling Dogs. Oh, well, I was just wondering. I guess that answers your question. I guess it does. But you've both got nothing to worry about. Homer's safe with Gladys, so uh, goodbye, and I'll see you both tomorrow with Homer. Don't forget, one o'clock sharp. <laughs> is the firehouse. I suppose everybody's busy playing checkers. Oh, no, no, there's someone asking. Uh, pardon me. Yeah? We're looking for a big Dalmatian answering to the name of Homer. And a brown dog called Gladys. Have you seen the mother here? No, can't say as they are. Well, that's that. Come on, Betty, let's go. Of course, they was here this afternoon, only they didn't stay. What's that? Do you know where they went? Yeah, now how would I know that? Oh, we've just got to find them. It's terribly important. Pardon, Doctor One. No dog's that important. Well, this dog is. Homer's the most valuable dog in the world. What's that mud? And if we don't find him, we're going to lose Aunt Harriet's fortune. You two sound a little nuts to me. How come the dogs run off? They're eloping. Eloping? Yep. Now I know you're crazy. All three of you. Oh, come on. Let's get out of here. Hey, just a minute. Why? Ten says, I'm sure, but it seems to me like Homer and Gladys went down Webster Street. Oh, come on, Betty. Yeah, and I still think you're crazy. Pardon me, lady. What do you want, young man? Have you seen a big Dalmatian by the name of Homer? And a brown dog called Gladys. Why? Why? Because we're looking for them, that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you looking for them? Because they ran away and we got to find them. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you call the city town? We have. And no luck, but a woman said they came down this street. Why did they run away? Because they couldn't stand us anymore. Oh. Well, why couldn't they? Look, lady, just tell us one thing. Have you seen them? Uh, don't get no, young man. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, begging your pretty young wife all over the streets looking for dolls. All right, I'm ashamed of myself. I... Huh? My wife? I'm not his wife. <laughs> Why not? Oh. <laughs> Please tell us if you've seen Homer and Gladys. We've got to find them. Why? Oh, what's the use? Come on, let's go. Oh, really? Uh, and now that you mention it, I did see them go past the house a while back. Well, did you see which way they went? Mm-hmm. And they went north. A pie. Well, 
keep thinking about that old lady back there. Can you imagine? She thought we were married. I guess we just look as if we belong together. Mm, she was probably very nearsighted. Oh, mm. and that reminds me, I haven't proposed to you yet today. This is no time for proposing. Oh, officer. Uh, yes, miss. Uh, what can I do for you? Have you seen a big Dalmatian answering to the name of Homer? And a bone dog called Gladys. Mm, let me see. Uh, come to think of it, I did see two dogs. Uh, when? Oh, about an hour or so ago. And a very handsome couple they made. Mm. Well, uh, where did you see them? Oh, about three blocks down the street, uh, of course, I don't know what their names were. Well, was one of them a Dalmatian? Uh, and was the other one a brown dog? That's right. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you very much. Oh, oh Don, I'm so tired I can't go another step. Yeah, me too. Let's sit down on this wall. Well, what do you say, Mr. Johnson? Uh... I want my Gladys. Well, we've we've been all over town. We've asked dozens of people. We've walked miles. We lost the trail three hours ago. What can we do? Well, we can't give up. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh. What's the matter? Look over there. Do you see what I see? Oh no! Oh, the firehouse. Yes, the firehouse. We're right back where we started. Now we can start looking all over again. <laughs> sense in kidding ourselves anymore, Betty. Up, we're licked. Mm, here's Mr. Stone's office. We may as well go in and face him. Yes. Let's get it over with. away again. We've been looking all over for you. Aren't you ashamed of yourself leaving us like you did? (laughs) Stop licking my face, Homer. Answer my question. (laughs) Highly undignified proceedings, law office, I must say. Oh, Mr. Stone, I'm sorry we didn't see you. Mr. Stone, where did you find Homer? I drove out to Aunt Harriet's country estate this morning to see the caretaker. I found Homer there, and with him, a dog I identified by means of a collar tag as Gladys. Oh, well, Thanks a lot for bringing him back, Mr. Stone. We were awfully worried we'd lose Aunt Harriet's fortune. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, not at all. Uh, by the way, where's Gladys? I returned her half an hour ago to Mr. Johnson. Uh, his name and address were on the call attack also. Oh, but he was happy. Uh, so happy he forgave them for, uh, 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 for, uh, I think he said eloping. <laughs> yes, uh, Homer and Gladys eloped yesterday. Well, the country is certainly a beautiful place for a honeymoon this time of the year. It is? Well... What do you say, Betty? Uh, say about what? Are we going to spend our honeymoon in the country? No, wait a minute. I didn't say I'd marry you. But you will, won't you? Don't bless me. Homer, you want Betty to marry me, don't you? <laughs> hey, you see, Homer agrees. Uh, pardon me, but... Uh, Mr. Stone, what do you think? Should Betty marry me? Well, uh, if you want my expert uh, legal opinion, uh, 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 let me put it this way. Why not? There, you see, Betty, you're outvoted three to one. Uh, if you don't mind, we have a little business to attend to. Yes, Homer has to choose between us. Uh, that's right, but before we go into that, there's uh, something I better tell you. Now, listen, Mr. Stone, you can't pull anything on us. We can file affidavits and present witnesses to prove that we've lived up to the letter of the will. We certainly can. Oh, I have no doubt that you can do that. But you see, there is another clause in the will that I haven't told you about. Oh, no, don't tell us, please. I'm sorry, but I wasn't permitted to tell you of it before. 
Aunt Harriet, in her will, requested that you both be informed of the additional clause only after the expiration of the 30 days. What does it say? Yes, read it to us. All right. In the event that Betty Norman and Don Hunter get married or decide to get married before Homer has made his choice, and provided that Homer would, uh, through evidence shown, uh, be happy with uh, either or uh, both of them, uh, my estate is to be divided evenly between them. And I wish the three of them all the happiness in the world together. Well, Betty, what do you think? I don't know what to think. Well, I do. Betty, I want you to marry me. Homer wants you to marry me. Mr. Stone approves. And Aunt Harriet apparently thought it was a good idea, too. So how can you say no? I can't. You can't what? I can't say no. Oh, did you hear that, Homer? She said yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jim Amici again. I hope you enjoyed our Grand Marquis premiere and that you'll be with us for next week's performance. Scheduled some fast-moving fun involving a milk-drinking police detective whose good deed for the day nearly puts him away for life. The story is Gene Emmett Clark's rib-tickling tale, No Room for a Lady. Try to be with us, won't you? Good night. played the part of Don Hunter, and Burl Vaughn played Betty Norman. Others in the cast included Herbert Butterfield, Ray Schuber, Hope Summers, Bob Dierenforth, and Charles Eggleston. The original music composed by Emil Soderstrom. Next week at this time, the National Broadcasting Company's Grand Marquis will again blaze with light and color, high in the gay airways, inviting you to join our audience for a performance of Gene Emmett Clark's No Room for a Lady, starring Jim Amici. Your announcer, George Stone. Grand Marquis came to you from our Chicago studios. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Um.